I know that you are amazing at what you do. I imagine you're constantly trying to find better answers and better ways to do your work, to raise your family, to lean into the challenge of work and life and relationships because you are an amazing working mom. But I also know that you know that implementing healthy habits can take a huge amount of focus and determination, focus and determination that you don't have because you're already putting it into so many things. And sometimes it feels like busy work or that you have to hit a pause button somehow to take time to figure out what's wrong and what needs to change to get life right. But sometimes when you press play again, it all seems to fall apart again. And life doesn't come with pause buttons. We all know this. And today I'm going to be talking about a crucial behavior pattern that you've used as a survival mechanism, maybe even a skill, but it may not be helping you actually survive, right? And I'm also going to talk about three of my time-saving healthy habits. Let's get into it. Let's stop letting overwhelm win again. Hey mama, are you way too busy to figure out what you actually need for your health? Do you want to make sustainable progress in your health goals while also feeling at peace with your body? Maybe you just feel stuck. You dread getting dressed in the morning because, well, nothing fits anymore. Hey, I'm Lou, and wherever you are, we're going to love your body to health. As a mom, wife, and trainer, I like to debunk popular culture to help you find research-based, sustainable habits. We're moving out of overwhelm and into empowerment. Wherever you are, fill up that water bottle, lace up those shoes, because we're about to move your health. Let's catch up, friend. I just want to give a shout out to one of the review writers. I thank you so much for all your reviews. And here she says, I enjoy how the podcast is on the shorter side as I listen to it while getting ready. Lou breaks the topic down in a succinct way and interesting way. And I see healthier mindsets already starting to form. There are practical applications that help drive the point home in a practical way. Thank you so much, Lindsay Hand, for your for your review. I think I know exactly who you are and I'm so grateful for your review. Um, thank you so much for, for highlighting that it's also on the shorter side. I do try to get it in in a way that it's helpful for you and you can take it in on the go. So please, if you all have a review, if you're, you've been listening for a while and, and you're enjoying what you're hearing, please take it just a couple minutes and give me a thank you by giving me a, a review on Apple. I love to read them. I thank you for all the reviews that are coming in because these reviews help to get the podcast seen. Now let's get into today's topic. And I want to take you back to my college days where I had a friend. He was highly productive friend in college. And he was just always on the go, rushing from one place to another. And we would meet up in, you know, the library at different times of night, all all sorts of times at night or, or on the campus, all sorts of areas on the campus. And I just remember we were passing each other on campus one day and he took out this sheet of paper and he was explaining uh, he he was in a rush because he needed to get across the campus in, in just a few minutes to go do something very important and amazing and he 
I looked at the sheet of paper and it had these teeny tiny, it was eight and a half by, by 11. I think it was notebook paper. And it had these teeny tiny lines drawn across, not the lines of the notebook paper. And it was just his times of day where he was supposed to be throughout the day from top to bottom with study times and all sorts of things and just commitments for his entire day. And it was it was an obvious, it, it, obviously he was going to sprint from morning all the way through the evening. It was just go, 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 go. And I mean, one, we didn't have digital planners at the time. And so I was just in awe that he had taken the time to write out this, his own version of a planner. And if you're like me and this guy, we also tend to live this overfull life with big dreams and we want to keep going through challenging seasons and there's no way that we can live in the moment to moment throughout every day and we would have these conversations for sure we would we would talk about you know this is an impossible load and and uh we used to joke that we would have a t-shirt that we needed to wear t-shirts to say no i can't because we we were really bad at saying no (laughs) so we just had fun with that but it was just really telling also of of the framework that we just we thought we needed to pack it in all day long every day and and it also was telling of that we really didn't have any routine routine habits it was all our time was entirely given away to others and given giving away our health giving away our livelihood on many levels and when we have big dreams it it really takes a lot of discipline and it will take time away from other things. We have to be able to say no. And the other side of that is that willpower is not a long-term plan. It's not a long-term solution. So when we're we're going after these things that we, we want to do or just kind of a, a visual for, for what we want for our family or our lifestyle, we need habits and routines to get us there. These are the things that are going to build up over time. Many great books are, have come out in the last five or so years of, of the power of, of building habits that, that create uh, greater outcomes. And it really is the small habits that get us there. It's not big, huge habits. It's small stuff that we do day in and day out that get us to the place that we want to go. And it's this big willpower push or just getting things done. It's something I call it, uh, called the just do it or JDI syndrome in my body habit rescue program. This is, we need to get out of this just do it mode and, or even just scheduling every part of our to-do list and day so that we can build a life of significance, right? So we have to get into routine building and long-term habits. Routine building is the the foundation of long-term habits. And that gets us away from just everything is just do it right now. Every, you know, if, if, if something comes across our table, of course, there's going to be emergencies. Of course, there's going to be, you know, hiccups in the day, but there is generally a rhythm of our day that we can expect every single day. And that we're not constantly in kind of breakdown 
uh, trauma emergency mode, right? We really want to be get out of that space as much as possible by building a framework around our lives. And so it's really important that you you begin to think of life, uh, uh, these areas of, of the day as slow as smooth and smooth as fast. And that's true with all skill building. Like if you're learning a new art, artistic skill, I, of course, I refer to dance a lot because that was my background and, and it is a repetitive skill. Dance is all about what you do on repeat every single time you, you approach it. And so you have repeat warmups, you have repeat cool downs, you have repeat workouts throughout the, the, the class, or if there's a particular skill, then you really want to use that skill and, and or break down that skill into the most basic pieces and then slowly build it up until you can execute it well or perfectly, right? Over and over and over and over again. And so really what that going, get, breaking it down and getting to, to those routines and getting into those basics of time and how you, how we spend our time is really going to be how you begin to create a routine and a lifestyle for yourself and for your family. And it may start with scheduling some things uh, that's still very close to the just do it, but it, it moves away. It moves you out of the, the overwhelm and everything is right now. Um, but then beginning to build routines around times of day that really matter. So scheduling those things that matter, but you have to start with the inventory of everything in that part of the day. So if, for example, if I, I, have, you know, lunchtime. Lunchtime is, is for me, most days, lunchtime is a pretty restful time. It's a, it's kind of a, a calm before um, a couple of storms. I have, I work right after lunch pretty hard. And then I, I uh, pick up with children and, and things like that. There's just a lot of things that happen after my work time. So my lunch is kind of the calm and a break between those things. And that really matters to me. I really want to be able to have time to, to walk. I walk, we have a, a long driveway. And so I walk the sitter who has been there for the morning with my, my youngest, we walk them to the end of the road. Um, and then my, my youngest and I do <laughs> some little things like we race back or we do some sprints or something like that. We, we enjoy just kind of hanging out a little bit in the driveway and then we have lunch and then, um, and then it's going to be her nap time. So I want to be sure that I change her diaper and and make sure that she has kind of a calming time after she's eaten. And she, you know, we're going to try go on the toilet because she's potty training. You turn on her, her little noisemaker, sing a song, and then lay her down to sleep. And that kind of routine really helps her calm down. So I know that I need that time available before I have my work time. And then my work time has to end at a certain time. So I know I have to be sure that I've gotten everything done by a certain time. All that to say, this is our routine routine. And I've broken it down in such a way that it makes sense. I can just kind of use it as a rhythm. It's habitual now. She knows what to expect. I know to, uh, know what to expect. And we just kind of move through this time pretty easily. Um, but then later, other times of the day, dinner times and, and bath times and all of those things that we have kind of a rhythm around most of those times. I won't say that they're easy every single time, but I will say that we do get things done and we, we are able able to kind of set, we have set in place that they go to bed at a certain time, whether it's 
holiday or not, we, we generally have a bedtime routine for, for our children. And, and, and so it, it makes things a little bit easy and a little bit more predictable. All that to say, you know, it's really important for you to think about what are the times of day that would really, really be helpful? And where, where am I just like, just kind of crashing and sprinting to the end? You know, I'm just going to bust through sprint to the end, and then I'm exhausted after that, or, you know, and it happens every single day. Where is what is that time of day? Is it getting out the door? Is it, you know, is it bedtime? Is it uh, passing through some sort of some sort of kink in the day that happens every single time? Where is it that you can start to build a routine around that time so that it's not quite as emotionally and physically and hormonally exhausting, right? And so anyway, that's just a a small assignment and something to think about. But I wanted to share some three of my time saving healthy routines that I've I've kind of broken down and, and we do consistently. And one of those is is bulk food prep on the weekends. And I've, I've talked about this on other podcasts. It's, you know, making sure that you have food available. It saves on my meal prep time during the week, but it also adds so much nutritional value when I can, I can bulk food prep. And I'm not, I'm talking about like sides or meats that I'm going to be using consistently or beans or, you know, something, something that supports the meal. It may not be the central part of the meal, but it certainly, is the supporting parts or lunch items or things like that, that I can do in bulk in the background on the weekends. The second one is to move early and often. And this kind of breaks the uh, the box of, especially uh, if you're working outside the house, you definitely tend to probably tend to kind of have a bulk block for movement. But if we're honest, we're not sleeping enough to have that bulk block of movement or we're not eating with our families because we're we're working out during that time and so it's a wrestle between something that's two very important things uh, which do i which do i do and and you really want to think long term is this helping my family and so I do, I move early and often. So I will get up early if, but hopefully I'll get up early enough to be able to move some before I start the work day. But uh, I'll move around a little bit. Sometimes it's mobility. Sometimes it's, you know, a jog or a walk or something that, that that's moving my body. Then I'll get into my work day. Then I'll have breakfast and all that with my family. Come back. I tend to do a walk before I get into my work day again. So I work early in the morning, mid-morning, afternoon, and then I try not to work in the evenings. And so I I work, I tend to go for a walk or get in a quick workout before my mid-morning work as well. And then, uh, and the nice thing is when I break it up, I don't get as sweaty. So if I do have something kind of, I, I need to, to do something that's more visible then I can, I can kind of bird bath, (laughs) essentially, (laughs) my way through the day. Um, But then also at lunchtime, like I said, we have a little bit of a walking time during our lunch uh, before we eat. And then in the afternoon with my kiddos, usually we can move around with the activities that are going on there. And sometimes I, I need for my sanity's sake, I need to take a walk in the evenings, either after dinner or before dinner, while dinner's kind of warming up. So those are some ideas of how you can break up movement. Um, it's really healthy for you. All the research supports moving throughout the day rather than just bulk times one time a day. Um, and then also just breaking it down into smaller smaller 
portions, like 10 minutes here, 15 minutes there, it really is also as health healthful as as doing these bulk workouts as well. The 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 feedback it for your body is really great. So so don't shy away from moving, you know, throughout the day. And then the third time-saving healthy routine that I have is sticking with bedtimes. And this is so incredibly challenging with children, with heavy loads, especially if you and your partner are, are you know, are both have heavy load jobs, things like that. It's, it's really, it can be challenging, but what it will save is the emotional and relational toil and the hormonal issues that come with with lack of sleep. It's really important that we get sleep and that I just I have just finally admitted to my husband and myself that we I am just grumpy if I don't get enough sleep. So it's really important for me to go to bed on time. It also adds energy for my day, the bulk of my day. I show up better when I have enough sleep. And then it encourages hormonal balance. So uh, and more helpful interactions because I'm more homo- hormonally balanced, but more helpful interactions, more better ways of processing my food. My workouts are stronger. There's so many things that, that, that contribute to better health when I stick to my bedtime. And I always say a great bedtime means a great morning. So if you, your, your evening is chaos, your morning is usually chaos. Get that evening right before you kind of jump into the morning issues. um, And you'll see, you'll have a lot more margin because you did get that evening right. And I will say all of these save on medical bills and they encourage longevity. They are helpful for you. They also encourage better habits for your young ones. So it's really important to just jump in and get those time-saving routines. Uh, Just inventory your time and get those routines happening and enjoyable. You can always modify something if it just feels like a chore to you. So uh, get those time-saving routines going so that you can have better days and and greater outcomes in your your work, uh, in your life. So I hope this is helpful for you. You're always welcome to join me in the growing Facebook community, facebook.com slash group slash body habit rescue. I love to hear from you. I love to answer your questions. I know that there is a a lot of competing messages. There are a lot of competing messages out there for a lot of different things. And I want to be sure that you're always uh, having the opportunity to bring research to bear as well. Real numbers, real ideas, um, that real helpful ideas. So please uh, come join me, ask me your questions there. You're also welcome to leave a review and it supports getting these messages out to others. So um, while you're here, just tap on that review button um, in the Apple podcast, leave a review and I would love to hear from you. Until next time, let's move friends. Thank you so much for listening. If it was helpful to you, please pass to a friend or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews are so supportive to me and to others. I read every one. Until next time, let's move, friend.